Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An Oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or a pleasant contrast. And that is exactly what you will find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This is a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and watch us on YouTube now. Wouldn't you love to create your own personal oasis? What is an oasis, you ask? An oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or a pleasant contrast. And that is exactly what you will find at AJO Consulting Services, LLC. AJO Consulting Services is a company that provides individuals, communities, and businesses of color with coaching and consulting services, personal and professional development, as well as social and community connection services. These services include, but are not limited to, dating, life, relationship, and business coaching, finance management, travel experience curation, wellness navigation, and much more. Are you ready to find, connect, and release? Come experience your oasis today. Visit our website to learn more at www ajoconsultingservices.com. Follow us on Facebook at AJO Consulting and Instagram at AJO Consult. Also, email us at info at ajoconsultingservices.com. Relationship-wise, things were like not in the best space communication-wise, but it still wasn't a case of you can't do this, you know? But I still had a feeling of like, ooh, do I want to do this? And I'm going to say this, and I mean it with everything in me. I was pro-choice before this pregnancy, and I'm even more pro-choice now, okay? Like... I don't think anyone should be forced to have a child they're not ready for. I don't, regardless of circumstance, because what your body goes through should be your choice. And I don't think there should be laws of people telling you what you can and can't do. Because no one knows the intricacies of pregnancy. And I also feel that as women, we need to be more honest about what pregnancy feels like and the process. Instead of being stuck in like, oh, it is a blessing. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It's a blessing. Like, okay, your body can do, you know, what you hope for it to do. But it doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that it's pleasant. And I think we should honor that. And that was a big thing for me, especially early on, because my pregnancy was from now looking back on it, literally (laughs) from day one, that shit was symptomatic (laughs) where there's women who like, oh, you know, I didn't even know I was pregnant for weeks and this and this and this. And, you know, things were so, or, or they had these like great pregnancies or they just had a little bit of symptoms not me my pregnancy was symptomatic from jump 
I would say <laughs> six months in, <laughs> still symptomatic. And I, I guess I'll detail some of it. I don't know if I'm going to go through like all the gory little details, but it has not been an easy process. And I think we need to respect women so much more. We need to respect women's bodies so much more. And I will never in my life tell a woman, I never did, but I will never in my life tell a woman, oh, when you got kids, you need to have kids. Never. First of all, mind your goddamn business. Mind your own womb. Like, I don't know why people are so comfortable telling women when to have children, what they need to do. And because <laughs> now I'm triggered. But <laughs> the mere fact that I'm having this pregnancy and I'm around people and they know the difficulty I've been having with this pregnancy. And then people still want to tell you, oh, because I'm telling them, I don't want to do this again. Like pregnancy is not fun for me. It's zero stars. I do not recommend. I don't. And yet they're still like, oh, you're changing mind. Oh, you should have another one. When you have another one, you what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, respect my words, respect my decision. If by the grace of God, <laughs> I decide to change my mind, I, but as of right now, like that shit is wild annoying. Like it's wild the fuck annoying. Like how are you, you're not in my body, you're not in my experience. And people feel that it's okay, that it's in their right, for whatever reason, to tell you what to do with your own body. Because what is going to bring them joy? You're not growing the child. You don't have to raise the child. And all the fears and things that come with it. If y'all don't stop that fucking shit. And it don't matter if it was good with good intention. It's still fucking annoying. Like, it's still fucking annoying. Like, that shit makes me so sad. I, it, it is. It don't matter how well-intentioned the person is. It's a fucking annoying. Like, let me get through this process first. Let me let me get through this shit. Because I'm trying. I'm fighting for my life, y'all. <laughs> Every day. And I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Like, it's not funny. It's not pleasant. And it's real. It, it's it's real symptoms. It's real fears. It's not only the physical, but it's the emotional piece of things. Like, being an older mom, an advanced maternal age, being Black in America... <laughs> And the rates and shit, I'm terrified not to be someone's mom. And that, of course, comes with its own fears, but I'm not there yet. It's terrifying to go through this process because you're afraid for your, your growing child and you're afraid for yourself. You feel me? And people, I don't know if that don't register. I don't know what it is, but y'all keep y'all fucking comments to yourselves. Like, even if you're thinking it, don't say it the fuck out loud. Don't. Why do you feel that comfortable to talk about somebody's womb? Telling people what they can handle, what they should do. You don't know what my pockets look like. You don't know if I can mentally, how mentally sound I am. Stop. Just stop. Because it, it's so much. It's so much. And this, this this episode's already probably too damn long, but I need to get this shit off my head. Pregnancy's a lot. 
from and everyone's pregnancy is different i know some women have pregnancy and it's like a breeze god bless y'all god literally god blessed y'all <laughs> okay but that's not the case for everybody a majority of other women don't experience that shit from the lightheadedness the headaches the nausea the vomiting the heartburn the not being able to sleep well the vivid dreams because that was also a very early symptom i was having these crazy ass dreams i was like what the fuck i dream though so that's not a new thing but the dreams were crazy <laughs> i was like <laughs> and i was like what in the hell and i think that is actually what triggered me to take that first test because I feel like the night prior I had this crazy ass dream and I was like what is happening you know what I mean and that and that made me kind of kind of decide also but it's about these crazy appetites the gas so another thing people don't tell you about is that pregnancy can trigger some old shit or some new shit that you ain't never dealt with so my pregnancy from jump triggered my ibs y'all when i saw y'all for weeks the gastro pain that i've had to i had to endure and i'm so happy it's over but i can still remember the pain i would have to get up in the middle of the night and sit on the toilet for some relief the pain would wake me up in the middle of the night and it hurts so bad like i would be on the toilet like cry, like wanting to cry it hurts so bad and that's pain i didn't have to deal with for years they don't tell you about that part people not telling you about that you understand like on top of the fact and an increased gas and like that first honestly that first 10 i want to say 10 weeks i didn't have nausea i had increased appetite and just that pain that like the ibs pain that gastro pain oh my god and it took I was really, I didn't know that, like, right away. I was trying to figure out, why am I in this pain? What is going on? And then I was like, oh, something just clicked. It was like, oh, okay. It's my IBS flaring back up. And and that's on top of being, like, crazy tired, like, wanting to, to nap all the time, but having to be a functional fucking human. Cause this around this time you're not supposed to be telling nobody so you got it out here trying to act normal be at work and be a, 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 a functioning human being all you want to do is take a nap like that shit is unfair and it's crazy to me like it's just wild to me like people sign up for this multiple times like i really had to keep asking myself like why do people do this multiple times consciously <laughs> and i know a majority of people get pregnant by accident 
And honestly, the next time will have to be an accident. I'm not planning to do this again. So, if I do, y'all, if I come back to me, I'm pregnant. I got got. Or the Lord himself came down and said, you are to have this child. Because <laughs> I'm not doing it again. I don't like pregnancy. And um, not to say I don't want more children. I'll adopt or maybe we all foster or something. But um, it's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me. Okay. So some of the symptoms. The I mentioned. So for me, nausea didn't kick in. It didn't kick in until I was 12 weeks, which is technically, what, your second trimester? And this is when the nausea is supposed to go away, (laughs) y'all. And when that shit kicked in, did it kick in? (laughs) Oh my gosh. If I didn't get up in the morning right away and eat something, it was a wrap for me. I'm just, oh, oh, oh. Everywhere. If I didn't eat all the time, everywhere. And nausea is still here. Okay. It didn't go away. But it's man more manageable. But that shit got so bad. Like, and it's this all day, every minute of the day. Even when you're sleeping, you feel it. Feeling of just oh. Unease, you just feel sick to your stomach. Even after I ate, I was still like, oh, that shit was the worst. I'm grateful for the small wins. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't have it as bad anymore, but it's still there. And I just, I can't wait to just be the only one inside of my body. I miss being able to enjoy food. I don't enjoy food anymore. And those who knew me know I love food. I'm a foodie. I don't enjoy food. Like, I eat it because I have to. Literally have to eat it. If not, this baby's going to kick my ass. But I don't like it. It's not like a, mmm, this is so good. And, like, I'm enjoying the flavors. It's like a, all right. Let me eat this because I need to eat it. There's not this connection to it anymore. Like, it just doesn't sit with me the same way. It's probably less than a handful of things that, like, I can eat for real. I'm like, oh, this is good. And it's still not even that good like it used to be before, but it's just like a, oh, this kind of feels like what it used to be like eating food. (laughs) It's like fruit, pizza, burgers fries, pasta, and burgers and fries I'm going to put together. Pasta, not all pasta, like lasagna per se, and sushi. Of course, no real sushi. But like that makes me go, mm, this is enjoyable. Everything else is like, eh, it's alright. It tastes good. <laughs> but it just, I don't know. I just... I never know what I want to eat. 
I don't really have cravings like that. It's like random. Like, oh, I could eat that. But if I don't get it, I'm fine. Because I don't care for food. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, oh, it would be nice to have that thing. But if I don't get it, I'm like, okay. I'm going to just find something to eat. <laughs> and then just go about my business. It was hard to drink water because it was so nasty. <laughs> I love water. <laughs> I love water. And I can't. I couldn't. Now I can. I have better tolerance for it for sure. But it has to be like really, really cold for me to really enjoy it. But I can drink water now, so that's good. I wasn't really gaining any weight during the pregnancy. Which to some people, that's great. Oh, all right, girl. But it's not. Because <laughs> you need to gain weight. <laughs> and your OB looking at you like, well, my midwife. Like, you've only gained a pound since... I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> talk, talk to her. She, <laughs> if I could keep stuff down, that'd be wonderful. So I had to get on meds, which worked 50, 50% of the time. I mean, before I got on meds, like they tried to put me on like um, some vitamins and I can't even take prenatals because they make me nauseous i mean now i can i can tolerate them better but before i couldn't because i literally would just be like oh just so nauseous if i took them at night it didn't matter it just didn't matter and then they put me on the beds because that was the only thing that was helpful but then it made you constipated <laughs> joy <sighs> y'all zero stars i just wanted to document this i just want to be real about the experience i'm grateful it's nice to know I can I guess and it's nice to see the ultrasounds right that's what they call <laughs> ultrasounds or sonograms whatever they call those are cool like, like oh oh my god there's a person in there <laughs> hey girl <laughs> you know you see a little heart beating and then you get to see like the spine you just get to see certain things you're like oh, okay okay i like that that's okay so something is in there all right this is why i'm going through all this okay but then it's like and i got some boobs y'all see this <laughs> y'all do y'all see do y'all see these boobs y'all this is not a padded bra <laughs> okay <laughs> and that's that's interesting they were not fun before though them things hurt <laughs> They hurt so bad. They hurt so bad. Like I was literally in a bra 24-7 because I just couldn't. I couldn't take movement. And then they got okay. But I guess that's a plus, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully they don't deflate and then sag now after this, which might happen. Joy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm trying to think about the pluses for y'all. <laughs> There's so many no's for me. The frequent urination. I can't sleep that well. I don't enjoy food. My brain is just like, I'm now getting starting to gain more focus. Maybe a little bit before now. And I'm able to like remember stuff and then do stuff. and that, But now I'm starting to have energy. Actual energy to do stuff. Where before I was just tired. Like I couldn't do nothing. Like... <sighs> The thought of doing stuff was exhausting. I couldn't upkeep my house. Like, I was, 
a mess. A mess. That was tough for me. That took a toll on me mentally, too, because I like order. I like tidiness. And seeing my house look crazy. I can do it for like a few days. Like, don't get me wrong. I assist on like doing the dishes. So like, I'm just will sit there for a little bit. But after like two days, I'm like, I still, come on now. And, but like, making sure the space is clean and tidy. And yeah, I did that. It was very regular. I had to pay somebody to come clean my house. Like... And I don't know, that started bothering me. Like, before the person came to pay, I, before I paid them, like, I was just like, oh, man, I need to do this thing. And so I was kind of being hard on myself, like, come on, we got to do this. But I really just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I was just so tired. I literally, when I was going to work, like, physically, I would come home, literally get undressed, which would take all my energy, eat something, and then I was knocked out. Like, okay. And I just, and that was happening for weeks. And then I was like, all right, I got some reasonable accommodations to stay home. And that ain't help either. Like, I literally, I was working, but I was working from the couch. I lived on my couch. I lived here. I lived on the couch. I got up to eat and to pee. And that was it. I slept on the couch. I did, like, I just couldn't. So that was really hard for me. That was not who I was. Like, I wanted to get up and do stuff, and it, I just couldn't. Like, I couldn't do it, or I attempted to, and I would be so tired. I'd be out of breath, which wasn't apparently normal, <laughs> I learned. My asthma definitely had something to do with it. Well, pregnancy was a part of it, but I thought, I didn't connect the, the asthma to it. Like, I thought, oh, you're pregnant. Oh, that's why you can't get out of breath. I'm like, pregnant women be out of breath. But, I, but like, I was out of breath from early. Where the baby was, like, nothing at this point. And I'm like, I thought it was normal until my, you know, my midwife was like, mm -mm. <laughs> maybe around 13 weeks or something, or 16 weeks. But, no, not you, you too, you too early to be breathing like this. And so I'm like, oh, okay so maybe it's my asthma okay and that anything anything i'm out of breath literally like i'm running a race i was on the phone with my cousin yesterday i literally walked from my living room to my bed and answered the phone and i was out of breath and sis was like were you like running or something i'm like no nah, sis mm -mm. i just walked i just walked <laughs> and that's how it is Getting dressed out of breath. <sighs> Better now. I can walk more. I'm still out of breath, though. But I can walk more. I have energy to do stuff. Like, I can be like, all right, boom. Let's go do this. Or, ah, you know? And, I, like, and I can actually get up and do it and wash the dishes and actually clean up. I'll be tired afterwards, but I can get up and do it. So that makes me feel good. I'm happy about that. But, um, yeah. And my therapist, listen, she, she definitely got an earful. Listen, everybody got an earful. I was not, and I'm still not, and I don't plan to sugarcoat nothing about this pregnancy or birth or being a mom because people going to judge me. I can kiss my whole black ass. 
I'm not gonna sugarcoat stuff. Being afraid people will judge me. This is my experience. Your experience is your experience, and thank God for you. Wonderful. But ain't nobody gonna tell me how I'm supposed to feel, what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to think. Nope. Nope. So that's just how I feel about it. I'm gonna be honest. And I was very honest. I had second thoughts. I was like, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> this is terrible. I was always honest from, from the beginning. And I'm going to continue being honest about it. Are there going to be moments that are enjoyable? Sure. For me, thus far, they haven't been that many. And they just haven't been that many. Now it's the back aches. Getting bigger. Sleep is even more uncomfortable. Like, and I know it's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. But I know every day it's taking me closer <laughs> to the end goal. So I'm like, all right, girl. All right, we got, we got this. So, and that's what's motivating me. And I like, I do like, you know, going to the doctors. Let me rephrase that. It's not a like, it's like a, it's, it's, it has positive and negatives for me. The positive of it, the reward, let's say, is I get to see my baby. Like, I get to see how much she's growing and, you know, just physically see her. I feel her. Lord knows I do because she be <laughs> kicking up a storm or punching or elbowing. I don't know what she's using, but sis is active. And so that's nice to see. And that helps me, I guess, connect more. But it's also scary because they can tell you anything in these visits, right? And the waiting. So it's like between visits. Now, there's like also parts that I want to include is I still have fibroids that are still growing with this pregnancy. They have caused me immense pain. And it's not regular pain, thank God, because I know some women deal with that the whole pregnancy. But I had a period like around Thanksgiving that was, oh my God, it hurt so bad. I literally cried and pleaded and prayed to God because I was just so in so much pain. And thank God God did hear me and I'm grateful because I couldn't. Honestly, I couldn't deal with it. And... So there's fibroids and it's just that fear of like oh you have a certain age because of the fibroids i'm at risk for early term labor preterm labor and because i'm a certain age i might i'm more prone to you know miscarriage and um what is it preeclampsia and all things that i don't regularly deal with and um what is it um What's it called? Gestational diabetes and stuff. I, I don't deal with regularly health-wise. My health is pretty good. But you just, because you're pregnant now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you have a certain age. Oh, now you get, you, you're more prone to getting these things. And so that stuff, that's, it's scary. Like, I'm scared for my baby, but I'm also scared for myself. Like, these are things I've never had to deal with. I don't want to have to deal with. I'm pretty active. I don't live a sedentary life. 
but I feel like since I've been pregnant, I've been very sedentary, which is weird for me and it's scary for me. But I had to learn to embrace it so it doesn't make me, you know, like lose my shits. Like, appreciate the calm, like, appreciate the quiet, appreciate the rest. And that's how I've been, like, you know, talking to myself about it. But it's been tough. Not gonna lie, this ain't no happy, oh, pregnancy blog. <laughs> no, it's the real. This is where I am with it. Hopefully next time I do a video, maybe a pregnancy update, you know, maybe things would be different or I'll have baby girl here and I'll feel different about the experience, but I also want to document the experience in real time so I don't forget this and y'all can remind me if I do forget, okay? But, yeah, pregnancy ain't for me. It's not. It's just not for me. And I would never, never tell someone else to get pregnant. I mean, like, it impacts all your systems. Like, even my, my vision got blurrier. My allergies are worse. Being bloated while pregnant. So many little things I don't think we think about. The acne. The acne. Y'all. It's a lot. But here I am. So all I got for y'all. Hopefully I'll drop another update at some point. Those who get it, y'all get it. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If not. It's my life. It's my story. It's my truth. That's what it is. And, um, hopefully next time we have this update, baby girl will be in hand. Takeaways, I think for anybody thinking about this, think about it hard. <laughs> really really hard if you're at that point where it's like okay this ain't gonna happen by accident like you're you're consciously thinking about pregnancy and having a child really do think about it like think about if it's like the worst pregnancy ever how are you gonna feel like if it's painful if it's you're just sick like will you be okay with that would you be okay with your life pausing? Would you be okay with you not able to work the way you want to and go out and socialize? Because that's also a big thing. Like, I feel so, ugh. And I sometimes don't want to be around people. Or I'm like, ugh, I don't want to be the only one, this big old belly bumping around. Or, you know what I mean? So it makes me not really want to go out sometimes. Not sometimes. So far. A lot of times. So think about those things. Don't only think about, oh, I'm going to be so cute. And I'm pregnant in my pregnancy clothes. You don't feel cute. You don't feel cute. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll be seeing these ladies on Instagram and making these videos, dancing and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, girl, what the fuck? Where do you get this energy from? And maybe other people look cute. I don't know. I just don't think I look cute. I just don't. Don't think about that. those. Or, oh, look at this person. They were so cute when they were pregnant. And, oh, 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 oh. That's them. That may not be you. 
that may not be you. You might gain some crazy ass weight. You know it's gonna spread. You just you're gonna just morph into a completely different person. And I want people to be conscious of that. Be cognizant of it. Be aware. So think about it really thoroughly. And I think the second piece I would say is be honest with yourself and be real. Pregnancy is emotional. It is. I feel like the first trimester was the most emotional for me. Because it's, it's an adjustment. It's a huge adjustment. I grieved my life changing. Because I liked how my life was. I liked my freedom. I liked being... I lived on my own terms for a very long time. And like having now to face the fact that I'm going to be a slave to someone <laughs> for a while is um it was hard I'm more at peace with it now but it was hard so definitely be aware of that be aware of that and honor your feelings if you're happy be happy enjoy spread the news spread the love but if you're down be down don't let people tell you you can't be upset about being pregnant or you can't be sad or you can't be this or you can't be fuck them people they can't tell you how you're feeling what you're experiencing they cannot they cannot and no matter they had five kids before you that was them that ain't you and, I, and that's one thing i really need us as women to stop fucking doing too women can come to you for advice they can come to you to ask you questions but always be clear that was your experience. That doesn't mean it's going to be mine. Doesn't mean it is mine. And women who are pregnant going to these other moms, that's important to have support, but it's not your experience. So take what they're taking, take what makes sense, and lead the rest. Don't let nobody push you into, oh, you should think like this, and you should be like this, and you should. No, you don't have to do none of that shit. None of it. Have your experience the way you want to have your experience. And if you're struggling, you're having depression, you're having anxiety, get help. Talk to somebody. Talk to a therapist. Talk to your doctor. Talk to somebody. I feel like, and I and I say a professional. If you can't have access to a prof- professional, talk to someone you trust. But I, part of me also feels like I feel a way about that too because I think society and people around us are more judgmental of you when you're pregnant and you have certain feelings like oh you shouldn't be thinking like that oh you're so blessed oh you so and I don't that's not gonna help so if the person that's close to you is not gonna judge you like that like they're gonna let you be real then go for it but if you're not sure about that talk to a professional because they'll they'll be more neutral and they'll understand the more the intricacies that actually go into it. Even women who experience pregnancy, they say just like at least I want to say it's like have like a tattoo. It's painful getting a tattoo, and you're like, why you're getting a tattoo? You're like, fuck, why did I choose to do this? But once the tattoo is done, and you're over that initial pain and it's healing, and you're looking at it, and you're like, ooh, that shit is dope. I want another one. That's what pregnancy is for a lot of women. A lot of women. Unless they experience some crazy trauma. Like during the pregnancy or the birth. 
they tend to forget how miserable they were during pregnancy. And I think that was the God did that on purpose. <laughs> Women would keep having children. And so there, I think a lot of times moms, people who already had their kids, probably been parenting for a long time, they go, they just fall into this, oh, they wasn't that bad because their children are already in front of them. They've already experienced mothering. So they forget that first piece of it. And you don't need that shit. You need to be able to have a space where you can talk and be real. And you want somebody who's going to be fucking honest. And I thank my sister for for her honesty throughout her pregnancies after she was always honest. I mean, I laughed it all because I didn't understand. And it's true. Like, I didn't understand. I just thought maybe, okay, she's just, you know, she's feeling a little sensitive or whatever the case is. And it's like, I honor that. And I used to laugh it off. I didn't tell her she shouldn't think like that. But I used to laugh it off. But I understand. And she was real. And she, but she was the very one of very few and I had another um old person I used to know and she also was real about it like she didn't like shit she didn't like it and she didn't enjoy it and she was real about that and but not a lot of women did that or said those things and so it was they were rare there were anomalies we need to stop doing that shit you can still be thankful and not like the shit it's okay. Both can exist. You can be grateful. You can feel blessed. And it still not be a pleasant experience. What's wrong with that? Stop judging people. Stop judging women on their experience. And even stop judging the dads. Like, men don't physically go through pregnancy, but their life is still going to be altered by pregnancy. I say give the grace. And dads don't always have to feel like, oh, I'm super happy about this because their life is also changing. You know what I'm saying? It's not okay, though, to be like, oh, there's too much for me. And like you walking away. No, that's not what I'm saying. But give them the grace to let them adjust. Just like you're adjusting, they have time to adjust. Y'all got a good 10 months to get it together, hopefully. You feel me? But give the grace. So he may not always be happy about it. He don't have to be happy about it. It's like, you don't have to be happy about it, but know that it's happening. Be supportive. Be there. But you ain't always going to be hopping and skipping for joy. People keep asking me if I'm excited. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't think I've gotten there yet. Like, and I'm okay with that answer. I'm not there yet. I don't feel like I did in the beginning. I feel better, but I'm not like, Oh, I'm so excited because I don't like being pregnant. I'm not excited about that. And part of me doesn't want to even get excited until the baby's actually here, to be honest with you, because so much, so many things can happen. And that's the reality of the situation. And we need to also acknowledge that. It's scary. It's scary. So that is what I will leave you guys with. And see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and YouTube. Rate us and leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and YouTube. 
share your favorite episode, and like us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, want to be a guest, or any show ideas, contact us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. That's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com. Or direct message us on Instagram and Facebook.